The man in black fled across the desert, and this podcast followed. It's the Watchers on the Couch. Brace for intense music. We are here. It is the first podcast in a series of many podcasts where we are going to break down the series Castle Rock. My name is Chris Nays. You may know me from the podcast Bacon and Nays. I'm here with my partner. Debbie. Debbie. She works at the library. She knows books. She's a Stephen King fan. She knows Stephen King. So Sometimes we are, a yeah, Stephen King okay, fan. Okay, yeah. Not everything, of course. There's a ton of stuff. I'm not even, like, I'm a huge fan, and I'm not even up on everything. Sometimes he makes me mad. <laughs> me too, um, which we've discussed on many occasions outside of podcast world, but we're bringing it to you, the uh, first episode breakdown, which is titled Severance. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Okay, so first thing I want to start with is a few Stephen King things. Okay. Uh, and... First, we need to address the text conversation we had yesterday. So, I texted you in preparation for today's episode. Yes. Um, you told me something about a conversation with you and Nick. So, do you want to kind of explain what you were saying to me? Like, you guys were watching it, and you said you couldn't do something while you were watching the oh, episode? yeah. I said I couldn't eat anything because I had to work. Yeah. <laughs> so. Notes. When she said that to me, I thought she was saying, um, you're not going to be able to eat while you're doing the podcast. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, you probably shouldn't do that on mic because that would be distracting. And then <laughs> and then you're, you text me back and you said. I didn't mean the podcast yeah. while watching it because <laughs> this is work. I got to pay attention. Right. Yeah. So I, I feel like, excuse me, I feel like. Um, you are a good partner for this podcast because you have complete and total focus while watching. To the point we, where you can't We rewound eat. it several times. Yeah. I was like, what did he say? <laughs> uh, that was kind of my thing while I was watching it too. Is like I had to stop, mm-hmm. go back. Did I hear everything right? Should I turn on closed captioning? We did because <laughs> yeah. I watch everything with closed captioning. Yeah. Um, my reason for doing it uh, is, well, one, to hear everything clear actually like read it and know i heard everything clearly but also my ac unit is directly above my tv and it's louder than my tv sometimes Mm -hmm. so that is why i do that okay so the point of that is you are a great uh partner for this show we already knew that you have complete focus exactly (laughs) i mean i want the listeners to know though okay so Next bit of Stephen King thing I want to talk about. I read The Outsider, his latest book. Was it good? It was really good. I'll say that two things. I'll say anybody who's a fan of his classic books Mm -hmm. is going to like this. Uh, The last few, I don't know, well, I mean, semantics. You could get technical and say the last few were not all detective books because he did another one in between. Mm -hmm. But... Um, this is more supernatural stuff going on. Like I said, your kind of classic Stephen King story instead of you're following detectives around mm-hmm. and seeing what they're doing. Um, more Buick eight. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's going to bring me to my next point, which is that they announced this week between podcasts that we did. We did a, uh, intro podcast. If you didn't listen to that, go back and listen to that. But they announced this week that From a Buick 8, From Buick 8 is being made into a movie. So I haven't seen any details. Do they Have they said anything else? They haven't really said anything about it, uh, as far as I know. Now, between now and the next podcast, they could change, of course. But, uh, yeah, I'm pretty stoked for it. I actually read From a Buick 8 when I got back into Stephen King, when I was going to Jeffco, and I... Got it from your library. Yeah. Did I recommend it? Because I remember I read it as soon as that book came out. Mm, probably. I'm going to go with probably because I don't remember. 
I might have to reread that. Oh, kitty cat eating. We we do have kitty munching <laughs> on the podcast officially. Which one is it? It's, it's, not, uh, it's not Venom. I think it's Nicola. Mm. Well done, Nicola. So, yeah, we can look forward to that from Viewgate. It's a great <clears throat> book. Also supernatural kind of stuff going on in that. Um, we can say definitively it wasn't Aliens. So, <laughs> Debbie and I are... <laughs> Nick just farted. <laughs> Nick just farted. I did not. Okay, so that was a room reference, by the way, for anybody who hasn't seen that. Debbie, have you seen the room? No. Okay, check that out. It's really weird. Okay, so last thing before we get into the episode Comic Con stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they made a haunted house for this show. Really? Yes. Um, I don't know what that consisted of, <laughs> but the people that went to the haunted house all said it was cool. So there's that. Uh, they, Do you think that gave away spoilers? I doubt it. I mean, what could they have done? Nobody probably, knew anything about it. Yeah, they probably just like had a bunch of stuff uh, like Stephen King people props. in prison and you know what I mean? Like death. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? It's all up in the air. Uh, they, they also had a car, a half a car put into a fountain. Oh. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. It was just around the venue somewhere. And then, um, I don't know if you saw this or not, but Mark Bernardin, who does a podcast with Kevin Smith called Fat Man on Batman, he did a panel for Castle Rock at Comic-Con. Did you watch that? Mm-mm. Okay, so... You should watch it. Yeah, I saw a couple of like the small interviews that yeah. they did with like EW and stuff. But you should definitely check out the panel. It's only like twenty minutes long. It's why you should watch it though is it's super awkward. Okay. Uh, Mark Bernardin is a writer, so he already knew the answers to all the questions he was asking them. So it's sort of weird. Okay. Uh, Sissy Spacek has no idea what's going on. She, She's still in character. I guess so. Okay. <laughs> she um. Maybe that's why she doesn't know what's going on, because her character has no idea what's going on. Exactly. She was literally not listening to him when he was asking questions, apparently, because there's a couple moments where, like, she tries to play it off like she knows what he's talking about, but then she's like, she eventually goes like, are you asking me that question? (laughs) He's like, yes, I asked you directly. (laughs) So moments like that make the panel worth watching. Well, it's kind of like bringing your grandma to Comic-Con. Oh, totally. And then expecting her to understand. She, I mean, probably had never even seen a panel. No. You know what I mean? Like, has no idea. No. So without further ado, let's get into this episode. By the way, you can give us a positive review on Apple Podcasts. We'll appreciate it. Or just send us your thoughts. Go to watchersonthecouch.com and you can find links to all of our socials. That way you can participate in the show, which someone already did this week. No way. Before we even did our first show. Nice. Awesome. So, let's get in the episode. Um, I wasn't really sure how we were going to do the breakdown because we both took so many notes. I know. And mine are in chronological order, which yours are probably too. Yes. (laughs) So... I think we should just kind of bounce back and forth instead of one of us handling the whole thing. Okay. Um, and this way, the <clears throat> the way we're going to kind of break this down is going to be maybe a little more cohesive than some of the other watchers because Game of Thrones and Westworld are all over the place. Oh so, my God, yeah. So, they, so Tim and them just kind of have to like pick a storyline, focus on that for a bit, move on to the next storyline. Whereas right. we can kind of go through in a linear fashion mm-hmm. at least so far there weren't too many flashbacks it's a couple flashbacks but at least they're like telling the story in a straight line right right so let's start from the beginning shall we 1991 91 um there's a truck on a county road the radio's talking about the weather emergency uh extreme cold we can only assume it's in Maine, right? Mm-hmm. Or did it say that? Whenever I it said the year. I think it did. I think, yeah. Okay, so there's a search for uh, the radio saying this is a search for a kid named Henry Weaver. Deaver. Deaver? Okay, I got that wrong already. Awesome. <laughs> I will change that immediately. 
One, I'm pretty sure it's Henry Deaver. I think it is. You're right. I think Weaver just got in my head because, like, weaving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a word. I don't know. Were you weaving at the time? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so, Henry is a missing child. This guy in this truck who's listening to the radio loads his revolver. Um, and then he gets out and then he's using a stick to kind of poke down in through the snow. Yeah. I just wrote stabbing snow question. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So you definitely have no idea what's going on here. I kind of had the feeling like he was going to find a body. Mm -hmm. Before he did. did. Yeah. But but he found a body of a deer. Mm -hmm. Right. But before we even like got rolling with this, I thought first like scene, we're going to see some kind of death. Yeah. I, I just thought it was par for the course. You know what I mean? But, uh, so anyway, you see his uh, nameplate across his shirt and it says Pangborn. Mm-hmm. Uh, immediately, that's already a uh, Easter egg because Pangborn is in Needful Things. And what was the other one I wrote down? In the Dark Half. So mm-hmm. that's the what... People were saying the majority of Castle Rock stuff is based on his those two books. Mm-hmm. I have not read either, but I will soon. So those are my those are the next on my list, actually. But uh, so then we see Henry. We can only assume standing out in the middle of the lake, and he starts. Well, there's all that creaking too. Like right, the woods start creaking. Yeah, so it's very eerie. Mm-hmm. You kind of like let, and then after the scene, it goes to later in the timeline. So. Mm-hmm. Um, we're kind of left with the vision of this kid on the lake and then he starts running out in the lake, right? Yes. To save him. So then we move to the next scene. Which now we're in 2018. Right. And let's see here. So it's, um, I don't know if you wrote this down. Mr. and Mrs. Lacey. Yeah, I wrote down. I got down, that one right. <clears throat> a, a, a. <laughs> I wrote down American Horror Story Lady. Yeah. Because that's where she's from. Right. Um, I believe she's also the crazy lady in The Mist. I want to say that is the same actress who's like the crazy Christian lady in The Mist. No, no, no. That's a, that's Marsha Harden or whatever her damned. name is. Well, I'm wrong about two things. So that's not how... I I don't think that's exactly her name, but that is not the same lady. Right. Okay. She, she, yeah, she is crazy. And she kept saying last day. Right. And I felt like she was a little off in her brain, too. Totally. And, it, I mean, that might have just been, like, she's old. Yeah. You know what I mean? But still, you're like, the, this is a weird conversation they're having. Yes. Uh, we find out from this conversation that Dale is retiring. And that's kind of the extent of what we get from between these two, right? Yes. Okay, so then we get kind of a cool town overview, like a, a drone shot, mm-hmm. kind of going over all the areas of the town. Um, question for you. Yes. Uh, did you think, well, shit, I guess we already covered that. I was going to ask you if you thought death or something equally dramatic was going to happen like super early in the show, but we already went over that. Yeah, I definitely thought it was going to come out kicking. So then quickly we move to uh, Dale in his car on the bluff of uh, the same lake that we saw earlier. And it's not frozen anymore. It's not frozen. (laughs) It seems to be like spring or summertime. Yeah. Um, We see the vehicle from the trailer. Uh, So... Off the right here, I was like, man, I kind of wish I wouldn't watch the trailer because it's already ruining stuff that I saw in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, we see uh, Dale getting in the car. We see a noose around a tree going into the car. I mean, hardcore. Yeah, this is uh, an intense way to kill yourself. So yeah, this is taking no chances. Before he kills himself, though, uh. He sees a doggo. A fluffy doggo. <laughs> and he, when he sees the doggo, he almost takes the noose off. He has the moment. I wrote down. This is what I wrote. Rope around neck, tied to tree and car, off cliff. Dog. Has a moment. <laughs> yeah. So it's like he takes a beat once he sees the dog. So like... You think maybe he won't. I'm wondering... We might get into this more later, but I'm wondering about this dog. <laughs> It's yeah. weird. 
that just have this dog who just comes show out of up. nowhere. Yeah, like I don't think it's out of the realm of possibilities that there's something going on with this dog in a Stephen King story. No, <laughs> you know what at I mean? All. Nothing at like, all. Like somebody is controlling this dog. I don't know. All I know is that I get weird feelies about this dog. Mm-hmm. Please don't take that the wrong way. <laughs> okay, so then uh, he wraps the news around his neck. He takes the fuck off the bluff and he kills himself. And Immediately. It's pretty bad. Then we see the shot of the sinking car and the Shawshank Correction. emblem on the back, right? Mm-hmm. So where do we go next? Next, we went to Shawshank, which, can I just say, Mm -hmm. Shawshank in the movies, or in the movie at least, Mm -hmm. was it that close to a residential, like, neighborhood? Um, Because it's right across the street from houses in this show. Yeah, I don't, they may have changed, like, the layout of the town. I know they filmed it in a place that... Like, I don't think it was filmed in the same place as the original. Especially, Actually, they tore down the main state prison that they filmed the movie mm. in. So, Well, see, I wrote down Shawshank question because there's no way that's yeah. next to houses. It's certainly possible that they, like, decided to just go They're like, no, it's even more in town. the town now. Yeah. So, and, I mean... I guess they had to bring it closer for the yeah, drama. If everything is being filmed in the same town, which we can only assume it is... Mm-hmm. Um, it's cheaper for them that way. You know what I mean? I don't know for a fact that the prison that's being filmed is in the same town. I shouldn't. <laughs> and people that are going to poke holes in this podcast, just don't even bother. <laughs> <laughs> and don't call me out for saying Weaver either. Um, okay, so we're at Shawshank. Yeah, um, we're at Shawshank. We're next to houses. There's a new warden lady. Yes. Um, they m- make a very, very brief reference. An Easter egg up. to... The bullet hole in the wall. Oh, yeah, that's right. From um, the very first warden. Yeah, they... Well, I think... Did they mention him by name? Is it Norton? No, I don't know if they... Because Norton... Isn't Norton the guy that's in Shawshank that kills himself in the office? Because that's what happens at the end of Shawshank Redemption is he kills himself in that office. So, I think that's the guy they're referring to. Yeah, I mean, well, in the movie, he definitely kills himself. Yeah. So... I can't imagine there's more than one warden. No. No, I'm, I'm assuming Although, because they show his photo when they showed the trailer. Yeah. They showed a photo of him. So okay. I'm assuming it's him. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. Okay, so um, we find out that uh, Dale, the guy who just killed himself, was mm. the warden. For 30 years. Right. Um, we find out... I And actually, before we move on, that warden lady, you already kind of get... Like weird feelings about her too. She's like, not a good lady. No, you can already, you can tell right off the bat, especially since the corrections officer is talking about like people that have killed themselves and stuff. She's like, just save it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't. I just give me the Reader's Digest version or something like that. So we find out that Block F has been closed from a fire from like thirty plus years earlier. Mm-hmm. So they've been running the prison the entire time, as that, if it doesn't exist. Yeah, like well, with Dale. As the guy who was running the prison that entire 30 years, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, then we get uh, Zaleski and another guy who have to go down and count the beds. Um, As we get a little bit to know know more about Zaleski, we kind of get the feeling like he's our guy. He's a good guy. Right. Mm -hmm. I wrote him down as Officer Z because I I couldn't figure out. I was like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That works. Um... So yeah, this he it, when they're down in there, that's when he goes down in the hole, as we've seen in the trailer. Because he follows the footprints. Right. And there's a scary moment where he's shining his flashlight around, he sees the cigarette butts on the floor, can of cigarette butts on the floor, mm-hmm. and then he shines the light and sees a pair of eyes and he gets super scared. Um, that's another thing that I was like, I shouldn't watch the trailer because <laughs> that might have scared me, but it didn't. No. So um but we're left wondering, like, who the fuck is this person that is down That's in, a in hole. this hole? <laughs> in a hole, in, <laughs> in a, a cage. closed down part. So, so I wrote steel door and then a wheel lock well door. Yeah. <laughs> and then a cage. <laughs> like. Yeah. So, I, I mean, 
it makes you wonder yeah what he knew (laughs) right whoever had him down there like went to great lengths to keep him down there right Mm -hmm. sweet coffee okay so then uh we move back to the upstairs offices right kind of yeah um the thoughts that I wrote down while because they and they bring him up out of there. Yeah, they do kind of like back and forth. Mm-hmm. He's he's in sort of like a doctor's examination room or something like that, mm-hmm. and they're trying to question him, but he and the the guy has like no shirt on and stuff. So and he's so skinny. Yeah, so I noticed that, and here's the thought that I wrote: is uh, somebody give this guy a sandwich? Yes. <laughs> Little background information. Uh, Maybe he needs to eat some kids. The guy, yeah. <laughs> the guy did not, um, the guy who played him, what's his name? Bill Skarsgård. Right, Skarsgård. He uh, intentionally lost like 30 pounds. Was it 30? I yeah, was wondering how much. something like that. So, uh, I also wrote, why didn't he eat any of the cigarette butts? Because <laughs> <laughs> if you're like that skinny and the only thing sitting there is a bunch of cigarette well, butts. right outside his cage. Yeah, I guess he like... <laughs> His super short. He could have eaten the chair down there. The lights. So, okay. So, what do they say about him? Um, Well, he says Henry Deaver, and then he says Henry Matthews. Oh, that's right. But but they before that they're saying like there's no records of him. Oh yeah, they can't find him. They take his fingerprints. Right. He won't say his name, so that doesn't help. No. He's really like very unhelpful. She, she gets she's starting to get pissed off because she doesn't know if he's playing with them or not. Right. Like if he really understands or if he is mute. Right. Um. Really, we have no idea what's going on with this person at this time. No. Warden says we'll just wait on it. So, uh, instead of getting people involved... So going to the cops. She's like, well, I'm new here. I should probably not make any waves. We're going to wait on this. Don't want to disrupt the board. So, not a good person. No. Uh, he asked for Henry, right? Mm-hmm. So then, where do we go? We go to a courtroom. Yes. We go to Henry. Turns out, uh, Henry is a lawyer. Mm-hmm. of a lady who's on death row. Mm-hmm. Her name is Leanne. She's a huge downer. But she got some pretty cool food as her last meal. Yeah. We should mention, though, that Henry seems to be a pretty competent lawyer. He's, like, giving his... Oh, yeah. It was very impassioned. It's I... like his closing argument or something yeah. like that well, he before was she trying... gets sentenced. Yeah, he was trying to get her another pardon. Right. And uh, he... But he's very well-spoken. Yes. He knows what he's doing. Um, he seems like he really cares for his clients. Right. So then we get a our first flashback of Pangborn saving him and saying, like, you've been out here for 11 days Yeah. in this insane weather. How are you not even frostbitten? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So obviously we start kind of piecing together what's happening back in the day. And, also, like, something is going on with him that is more than just he was out running around. You know what I mean? Right. I also wrote down because he said the first memory was the song 24 Hours from Tulsa. Oh, so yeah, I don't know right. if that's going to mean anything I later on. I think that's on. what pulled him into the flashback. Yeah. So, so I don't know if they're going to bring that up again or we're going to hear that song. Or Oh, speaking of song, there was also other Easter eggs earlier, and I'll just go ahead and mention them now. Okay. Right before Dale kills himself... He puts it on the radio station that King actually owns in Maine. Okay. So then um, we also hear the the uh, it's a it's called an aria, and it's a song that is played in Shawshank Redemption and some other Stephen King stuff, and that's kind of what the um, that's kind of the song that's like playing on the violins and stuff in the background when mm-hmm. they're doing the overview of the town. Gotcha. Okay, so let's jump back in here. Mm-hmm. Um, Leanne is kind of talking about how she hopes that she gets a restart when she dies. Right. So she's, she doesn't want to keep the memory. Yeah. So like I said, she's kind of being a huge downer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, why do you think that Henry did not have frostbite as a kid? Do you have a theory? I mean, he had a coat on. Well, he had a coat on, but he's outside (laughs) for 11 days. (laughs) He should be dead. He's... Right? 
I don't know. If the woods can start creaking and groaning like that, who knows? Maybe they sucked them into the warm spot. Something weird is going on. Something very weird is going on. I do have a theory about it, but I'll save it maybe till the end of the episode or something like that. I also kind of have a theory. Okay. We'll get to it later. Um, so, where are we at? Okay. So, the warden and uh, the deputy warden discuss uh, Henry. Uh, because they're doing some research on who this person is that this weirdo is talking about. Um, apparently Henry's dad had a broken back and he died a few days after. Um, and the town blamed Henry for it. Yeah, but I'm not really sure why. Like if he was missing, do they think he did it? And then went missing? I think what they're trying to say is that Henry had maybe something to do with like hurting his dad. Or witnessed it and then ran away. Yeah, had, was involved in some way, and the, uh, we kind of get like the feeling of this town over the course of this episode that like it's really creepy. Lots of weird shit happens here. It's not outside the realm of possibilities that like everybody just gangs up on anybody who mm-hmm. like even remotely is to do with something bad. You know what I mean? Uh, so anyway, I think that's kind of what it is. Is like they think he had something to do with it. So maybe that's why he left. We don't really know yet. Um, so then Henry, this is kind of where we see Henry is coming to town, right? Um, oh, Zaleski calls him. I forgot to mention that. Zaleski calls him when he overhears this whole Henry business between the warden and them. <laughs> Zaleski's kind of like in the background, always sort of around, and he's listening to these terrible decisions that... Uh, the warden is making right yeah so we're kind of Zaleski is kind of the audience Mm -hmm. at this point you know what I mean we're kind of seeing through his eyes he's our unsung hero exactly so behind the scenes he calls Henry Henry's like okay gotta get home uh question do you think gators would eat a live chicken (laughs) because we see this very creepy kid at a gator farm oh my god yeah like trying to feed no parental supervision whatsoever, just Very feeding weird. a gator. Right. Very weird. Um, and Henry seemed to have like a weird memory or moment. He was like standing next to him, letting him do this. But then, and then like the more he watched it, the more freaked out he got. So I don't mm-hmm. know if he was remembering something because they didn't show anything. Right. It was all like the way the music changed. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, also forgot to mention when the warden and the deputy warden are in the office. When we first go to that scene, you see her examining the cigarette butts, mm-hmm. and she puts two of the cigarette butts together, and they're the same. Yeah. They're the same brand and everything. So... So she's piecing together. I wasn't... Pe- I, d- I thought about that last night while I was at work. I didn't think about that while I was watching the episode, but events that happen later in this episode, you, you see things that add up to mm-hmm. what we're going to see later. Anyway. So, uh, we get... A scene where we see this MILF lady, or at least that's what uh-huh. she says. She's not a MILF if she doesn't have a kid, right? Right. Um, she drives up to these kids and buys drugs. Which, who was that kid? He looked really familiar. I don't know. I. You're right, though. He does look yeah. like he was in something. But they're playing Misfits Hybrid Moments, which I thought was pretty cool. <laughs> um, another series that had a really cool soundtrack of Stephen King stuff was Mr. Mercedes. They played a bunch of Ramones and stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah, the killer is like a big punk fan, apparently. So every time he's driving around being all crazy, is he's listening to like the Ramones or Circle Jerks and stuff like that. Mr. Mercedes, what did that come out on? Amazon or Hulu? It's on one of them. I, I don't know. I'll watch that. Yeah, it's on, I'll, I'll pin it down later but uh, and let you know which one it's on. But anyway, so she buys drugs from these kids then she sees henry get off orgasms in her car it seemed like yeah that's what i wrote down sees henry orgasm in car (laughs) i'm pretty sure it was very weird reaction i don't know for sure that she is this lady but on the panel there was a lady who said she's the town taxi driver and she's kind of like also the town gossip so i don't know Mm -hmm. if that was her or not like she wasn't driving a taxi no she was driving she, she <laughs> Kinsley came to say hi. There's a cat in every <laughs> studio. Yeah, there's a cat munching. There's a cat over there meowing at you. Where's Venom at? They just follow you around. Don't they, they do. Okay, so 
She sees Henry get off the bus. Mm-hmm. I think she's the town gossip. We're not 100% sure on that. But she's acting like it. Like she's looking at what's going on. She's being weird. Yeah, she's being very weird. Pretty much everybody that's been on the show has been a little weird. So I wrote down Pleasant Dreams in because I saw them pass that. Is that a reference to anything? Did you catch that? Uh, I feel I, I almost feel like every single maybe. sign I see yeah. is a hidden message. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know what that means, but I'm writing it down. Well, they, um, there is a uh, extras feature, and the co-creators do nail down some of the um, the Easter eggs. I don't think they mentioned that one, okay. but um, there is one that they had to actually pull out of the show. So what they're kind of doing is like not making any of the Easter eggs central plot points. They're just sort of like sprinkling them over the top throughout. Well, yeah, so for fans. Yeah, and I think like fans kind of demanded that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, it's not just fan service, which I, th- I feel like Stephen King fans are probably like, whatever, whatever gives this story more of a K- Stephen King flavor is okay by us. Mm-hmm. As long as you don't like ruin the story by doing something like that. You know what I mean? Which I don't really see how they could. No. Pingborn's the main person who's been involved in major other stories. You know what I mean? So, but anyway, okay. So let's get back on track. Henry goes to his uh, dad's old church. We see a plaque on the wall that was his his dad's picture. Um, Don't forget about that random oh, yeah, stranger on the street that just yells, hey, killer. Yeah. So people know <laughs> him. You know what I mean? Yeah. People still remember in this town, like, he must have did something. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. what they think anyway. Uh, we flash to 91 again. Uh, we get more information that Henry was gone for 11 days and he's still questioning him in the truck. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote down a theory that I have right here based on all that stuff is that I think maybe we're dealing with some kind of another dimension or something like that because we have two different crazy incidents that are happening at this lake Mm -hmm. we see the creepy doggo we see um he seems to henry seems to have disappeared for many days without any sort of trace Mm -hmm. if he's in another dimension he could possibly survive uh other dimensions is like a thing that has happened in so many different Stephen king stories so that's kind of where my head is at so far in this that's my theory I kind of am the same way. Yeah. And I think the kid's involved somehow. Yeah, exactly. Like, like he's... Like, how was they, he down under there for that long if... And <clears throat> without a trace. And, like, mm-hmm. nobody except for... Well, we'll find out later. One person knows he was down there. But how is he surviving down there in a cage and all he's got to eat is cigarette butts? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> The drug dealer. So you weren't on mic, but maybe I'm not sure if people heard it or not. Um, the drug dealer kid that that uh, the familiar. milf sold drugs mm. to is who? Scarecrow. scarecrow. He's the scarecrow in the Gotham TV show. Okay. So I don't watch the Gotham TV. We've show. learned from outside sources. <laughs> we we have yet about- to confirm. <laughs> Oh, he's in I Am Legend too. I don't remember. Uh, Who's in that? I saw it's uh, Will Smith. Will Smith. I saw I Am Legend. I don't remember the kid, but uh, thank you from person off mic, Nick. We may have a uh, one minute with Nick later on. He kind of looks like Steve Zahn's kid or Zane's kid. Yeah. Sorry. It's all right. So, that's all staying in, by the way. Uh, we see the town creep. We flashed 91. He's gone for 11 days. Okay, so here we are. And he's holding... Have we gotten to the part where he's holding that, that piece? Uh, that white... It was like a chess piece? I didn't see that. I, wrote, I missed I wrote that. that down like immediately after. I was like, oh, 11 days gone. And then I wrote holding white chess piece. And then he notices the cemetery's gone. In the past, he was holding a chess piece. No, in the future. Oh, okay. I missed that. Or, so 
Yeah. But I guess it's present day. Right. I'm not sure. No, I can't remember. At some well, point, he's holding a yeah. At some point, he's holding this white chess piece, and I was okay. like, "What is this?" Well, maybe we'll make a note of that, and we'll revisit that. Um, Noted. Because I don't, I totally miss that. The problem with the podcast, maybe so far, is that I don't know what's important and what isn't. So we're including everything. Yeah, because we still have no idea what's going on. Might as well, right? Yeah. Okay. So anyway. We're, we're breaking it down uh, right? in case people missed it. We're the one taking the dedicated notes. I'm, I seriously questioned almost everything on this first episode, so we got to talk about it. Yeah. Um, okay, so Henry goes to his childhood home, mm-hmm. we assume. Uh, find his mom in the backyard. Her name's Ruth. Well, first, his adopted mom. Well, first, we find that uh, the fire alarm... Smoke alarm's oh, going right. off, yeah. and there's a, a frying pan that nothing's in it, but it's on. And yeah. he's taking it off, and then he sees his mom outside. Yeah, so um, she's probably the one. He, he he assumes she's probably the one that put it on. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's getting a little loopy or something like that. He goes out back. Uh, her name's Ruth. That's Sissy Spacek's character. Uh, she's either nuts or... She has dementia. Yeah, something ha- has happened with her. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know what's going on. Um. Alan Pangborn is there, a much older version. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of get the feeling that Henry doesn't trust him. Um, is not sure how he feels about him living there with his mom. His mom, right? Um, we also find out that from his mom because she's not sure where she's at. Mm-hmm. That he has a 15-year-old son. Yep. And um, ex-wife, wife. Right. And uh, we also find out from him that they moved uh, his dad's body. They moved the entire graveyard, in fact, mm-hmm. to just somewhere else. Uh, Banner, I wrote down. Okay. So some shady business practices going on there. Apparently, Pangborn now has power of attorney as well. Like, he can sign for her and stuff like that. Or maybe he did it in secret. I can't remember. Like, he signed her name or something like that. Well, he's got, he said, I signed that, but I also signed the check that oh, that's right. yeah. I deposited or whatever. Ridiculous. So, there's ob- some obvious mistrust between these two so far. Um, maybe some weird feelings between them. Something, something more happened. happened. Right. Yeah, after he found him. Um. So then Henry goes to Shawshank, right? Is that right? Well, first we see we see the mouse. In oh, that's Shawshank. right. Yeah. So that's a kind of a reference to yeah. uh, Green Mile. Right. And then they kill the mouse, so it's right. not that mouse. Yes, yeah, definitely not. <laughs> Which we already knew because the mouse died in the Green Mile. Right. Um So then But we see the ne- and then the next thing I write is we see cuz there's at this point there's like a lot of I feel like back and forth because we see Henry at Shawshank. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is where I had to pause because Venom fell off the perch. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> and we had to pause for what? Like two or three minutes because yeah. there was a lot of laughing. I mean, he just ate it. Yeah, he ruined the mood of the room. He... <laughs> so you got to get back in the zone. After... I saw out of my periphery like the cat going down. And when he goes down, he he doesn't make it easy. He doesn't just fall. He has to try to save himself. And so it was a lot of scrambling. For the listeners, he's a giant cat. So he's... He doesn't act like a cat. That's why I call him puppy. Because he acts like a dog. Right. Um, So yeah, so there was a brief pause. Right. Uh, And then I wrote, the warden acts like she doesn't know what's happening. Yeah. Okay, so first Henry does a very, like, out-of-character joke about... um, Dale killing himself. He yeah. like makes a guillotine joke. Like it's, I don't The whole episode up to this, Henry has been like very serious mannered. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then now he's joking with the warden about this guy just fucking killing himself in the worst way possible. Right. I don't know. I almost felt like he said it that way just because she didn't seem to care. Yeah. Maybe he was like, just he like was responding. Pl- he was playing kind. off of her uncaringness that mm. he was just like throwing it back in her face by the way earlier they uh one of the corrections officers mentioned mentions they didn't even find the dude's head so yeah maybe the dog off maybe the dog had something to do with that you know how dogs like to bury things right they sure do or maybe it rolled off and went into the other dimension <laughs> you would think it would be in the car 
But I guess it could have popped out the window. I listen. I'm not really sure because this whole car guillotine situation is a little overboard. It's real. Surefire way to go. It's maybe the most intense way to kill yourself. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> um. Yeah, the warden says that Henry must have been pranked. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? She says she has no idea what he's talking about. She also said Lily White, which I wrote down because I was like, who says Lily White? Uh, yeah, that was that's weird. Um, but she, then And then he makes a jab about missing pages mm-hmm. and throws the Constitution at her. Yeah. <laughs> the, the whole interaction is weird. And, and she digs at his client that just died. Yeah, and Zaleski... As they're walking him out of the prison, uh, Henry out of the prison, Zaleski sees him over his shoulder, doesn't say anything. Well, I think, but they had a moment. They both locked eyes. Sure, they and like I feel, saw each other. Yeah, I feel like Zaleski was like, that's the guy I called. Yeah. And somehow Henry maybe had the same feeling. I'm not sure. It's very weird stuff going on here. You can obviously or tell these characters just, are going to meet up at some point. Yeah. Um. I wrote again, is the doggo involved? <laughs> I wrote down right after that, are there commercials? Because it kept seeming like there were commercial stop points, but we don't have commercials. Uh, yeah, you can get, there's two options for Hulu, you, and the cheaper one is a so couple they, of commercials. So there are commercials. Because yeah. Nick was saying Hulu has commercials, and I was like, Amazon doesn't for original, pro- or not Amazon, but um, Netflix doesn't for original programming. Yep, they do. Uh, you just had to pay. That's so dumb. Yeah, but it's. You could pay either like twelve dollars a month or eight dollars a month. So, yeah, well, we if we don't have commercials, and that's sweet. why I was wondering yeah. if I was noticing commercial stop points. There definitely is commercial okay. stop points because that's sure. where one was. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's see here. How long are there commercials? How long were there commercials? Yeah, I was just a wondering. couple minutes maybe. Oh, or they like, are. At, at, before the episode started, there was for sure like a trailer for something. Mm-hmm. I think the new Predator movie or something like that. Oh, okay. Which, did, like, I'm fine with a commercial or two. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? If it's only a few dollars, like, I'll watch a commercial. I don't care. <laughs> Nick said we were going to splurge. Yeah. <laughs> First month is free. <laughs> it is. So, you know, we're not splurging at all. I kind of had a freak out. Okay, so... Listeners, don't tell anyone. I pirate stuff on. I pirate TV. I pirate movies. Whatever. Um, if you have an ad block, it's Arn. pretty easy to. <laughs> he. Oh, you say with a red bandana in your in your head too. <laughs> the listeners can't see that, but thank you. Um, yeah. So, if you have ad block on. It's pretty easy to find websites where you just watch anything for free, mm-hmm. but they didn't put up these episodes when they went online on Hulu. So I'm like, well, I don't know when I'm going to get them, so I better get that free trial going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I'll probably be okay from here out, but I'm going to use Hulu because the quality is better. Yeah. The Might as well use the free trial. Exactly. Um, that's what they're hoping people do because then they'll just stay, mm-hmm. right? In theory. Okay, so... Just forget to turn it off. Right. And I'm sure people do. Um, okay, so then we go... We see um, kind of flashing back and forth and we see the MILF lady is looking through a box of Henry keepsakes, apparently. Uh, she like... See, that's why I think she might be the town gossip is like she collects weird shit. So, did you see she put a time limit on herself for how long she could yeah, be looking at this? that's weird, too. That's it was a, super weird. It was a, uh, what do you an hourglass? A sand timer. Sand timer, yeah. yeah. Very weird. So, she pulls out the missing flyer of his. So, that means she probably looks at it all the time. Yeah, probably. And she has to put a limit on the amount of time she allows herself to look at this stuff. Yeah, because she probably looked at it for way longer before. Who is this? So I, I wrote down drug lady because I can't remember drug what her lady. name was for the show. I wrote and down I didn't milk wanna, lady. Okay, cool. I didn't want to look up her real name because I figured drug lady sounds better. I'll remember her more than we don't like, know her, her real name. name. Yeah. So, so I was just like, drug lady is crazy. Okay, so then... Uh, but we're, fl- we're flipping back and forth a lot right in here because yeah. they're, they're showing us... They sh- they, is this where they show Zaleski looking at the cameras? Well, they show Zaleski looking at the baby name book. 
mm. which I thought was pretty sweet of mm. him because I I'm assuming that he's trying to give a name to this kid mm-hmm. since he doesn't seem to have one. So that I just actually shows, missed that. That shows me again that this oh hey kitty that this this guy has a heart you yeah, know like for sure. he he wants to make this this person more human so mm. he wants to give him a name so I thought that was sweet. Um, and then we and then we're also flipping back to Henry who's at his childhood home. Like it's flipping back and forth between those two scenes mm-hmm. right in there. And so we see Henry back at home and there's creepy music. He's talking with uh he's talking a little bit with Pangborn again in this part, right? No, this is when he's upstairs oh, in his room. Oh, okay. And he looks outside. He looks at the house at that's the house. like a neighbor or something. Yeah, and there's something in the window. And this is where yeah. we had to rewind it like three times because I kept, I couldn't figure out where I was supposed to focus on to see the thing yeah. that disappeared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed it, it too. It was so quick. I'm, I rewound it once and I missed it too. So I'm like, you know what? Whatever. Yeah. So in case you missed it, which you might have if you didn't rewind it mm-hmm. four times, there was something in the window that disappeared <laughs> as soon as he looked. Uh, clear as mud. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, uh, okay, so after that is where we, we see Zaleski looking at the security cameras. Yes. And you see the kid. Well, you see the security cameras go all weird. Yeah. Like, they, they go wonky acting at first. weird. Yeah. And then you start seeing the kid walking around where he's not supposed to be. Yeah, he's And then you start cage. seeing dead bodies everywhere. Yeah, well, he looks, but he looks at the camera. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he looks at that camera, that's when all the bodies start appearing everywhere. Right. So now we start thinking like maybe he has some kind of weird abilities. He's got some like telekinesis. He's or... must. I mean, I there's no way that all of those bodies He's so are skinny. real. <laughs> yeah. There's no How way is he the killing bo- everybody. Right. There's and there's no way the bodies are real because like you're not going to kill off the entire prison right away. No. Unless in episode two we see the entire Shawshank prison is dead. Episode two, everyone died. Listen, anything episode, is on the table. That's why they've only shown three episodes. So. Yeah. We got it all wrapped up nice and neat. Ridiculous. Okay, so. Everybody dies. Um, I think that's the last we see him for this episode. I also wrote, he gets a fly in his coffee, which is what distracts Officer Z in mm-hmm. the first place. So it makes me wonder, like, did the kid somehow. Do something like yeah, that? Like, yeah. I don't know. This whole thing is weird. Yeah. But, and, and like. At this point, you're so like wondering like what the hell is going on that, and you think like probably not going to get any answers to this episode. No, we go, and if I'm tell, correct me if I'm mistaken, but after the Pangborn scene where they just talk about whatever for a little bit, it's the final scene of the episode, right? Well, right before that, we see Henry walking where the old warden killed himself. Oh, okay. And then all of a sudden it turns into snow everywhere mm-hmm. and he kind of has a flashback right, and you right. see like the child version behind him. That's right. And as yeah, soon as he weird. turns around, like it's gone Yeah, and it's back to normal and everything's fine. I forgot about that part. Yeah. And then it goes to... I'm so glad you're here. So <laughs> glad you took notes. Thank you for being here. Okay. So now we're at the final scene yes. and... Kid is back in the cage. Yeah. So obviously we're going back in time a little bit. We flashbacked. Uh, we see someone is smoking next to that thing of cigarette butts, right? Yes. Um. Stop it. No. <laughs> can't. Um. Then we see that Warden Lacey is sitting there smoking a cigarette, mm-hmm. and he tells him. When someone finds you, tell them to find Henry Deaver, right? Yeah, he says Henry Deaver, and then he says Henry Henry Matthew. William Deaver, whatever it is. Matthew, I think. Matthew, okay. Mm-hmm. And so we, to our surprise, at the end of this episode, we get a huge answer that we thought maybe like was going to be a thing that we get down the line somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we remember earlier in the episode... There's the cigarette butt thing, so right. we could have pieced it together earlier, but we didn't. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so right out in front of our face, we find that we don't know for sure that he put him in that cage. But he's definitely been taking care of him. Yeah. And watching him. No, certainly not feeding him very much, though. No. <laughs> but it almost seems like they have a nice relationship because, mm. I don't know, I just... It, it felt that way. You the way get, he's talking to him, it didn't seem hostile. Yeah, you don't get the feeling like 
this is some kind of like uh, I don't know, like a person, a, a lay person might think just sight unseen that this is some kind of like homosexual thing, mm-hmm. like he's keeping him in a cage or torture, torturing or him, yeah, mm-hmm. like some something, kidnapping, something, something. terrible, mm-hmm. but because he's like essentially he- helping him, he's like telling him like. Tell them to ask for this person when they find you, because they're going to find you. You know I, what I mean? I feel like, um, for me, what I'm envisioning is what was happening, mm-hmm. and I'm probably wrong, is that, you know, he would go down there and visit him and probably just try to figure him out. Yeah. I'm sure he was Ask just trying to learn everything he could, and then came to the point in his life where he was just like, well, this ain't happening for me, so when they find you... <laughs> Tell yeah, him about this guy. There's a t- and there's a ton of cigarette buzz down there too. So like yeah, so he's been down there years. a lot. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't make sense if if he's been down there for. Let's just assume months. maybe he doesn't need to eat. <laughs> <laughs> but the prison has no record of him. So how the hell did he even get him in there? So that's why I'm thinking another dimension. It's because he blinked in. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, that's my best guess at this point. But um, so let's so now that we're in the episode, let's get to theories and questions. Okay, we'll kind of go back and forth here. Um, we sort of discussed this just now, but why is he keeping him in the cage? Why do you think he might be keeping him in there? Just to ask questions. I, yeah, I think just information. Try to nail down like or what the hell's going he, on. He's trying to keep him safe. Yeah, you know, he was trying to keep him away from the people who could hurt him. Uh, do you think? That he knows the kid has weird abilities since we kind of seen like some... The warden? Yeah. I think he did because otherwise why lock him up so much? Yeah, well... So that means that you must infer if you're on that line of thought that like he saw him do something crazy mm-hmm. or something bad. You know what I mean? If he's keeping him in maybe a cage... Yeah, exactly. Maybe maybe him being down in this cage for all these years is a rehabilitation type thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And maybe whole... he thinks that he's done his job and now he can just, you know, guillotine himself. And, and th- that's all besides the fact that he tells him to ask for Henry. Mm-hmm. So how the hell are they? I mean, how be- are they related? How are they connected? Yeah. It's something that is obviously probably going to come to light eventually. But like, who knows when? It, yeah. But it, it it's so up in the air at this point. There's no way we could ever guess. Um. Let's I see. feel like Henry and the kid have some kind of connection. Yeah. I don't know how. The warden somehow well, the warden is, is involved. Right now is the connection. Yeah. And they both have weird disappearance and reappearance things happening. We don't know. We don't know yet. But we'll find out hopefully. Maybe when Henry disappeared, the kid emerged. Yeah. And then the Henry came back and the kid couldn't go back to where he was. I do I want I do want to say that I love that this is sort of like a mystery type story and not just like a killer mm-hmm. type story. Like this plays way more into what I enjoy out of Stephen King stuff. Is like a psychological. They open it up with a big uh like you said, like psychological or or um ethereal mystery, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh let's see uh, at the end, I had my theories again. <laughs> dog is definitely involved. Yeah, think he did bury the head. I, we'll find out. Maybe somebody else will go out there with a stick later. Mm-hmm. Start stabbing. Um, which, by the way, it might be an Easter egg from like a cross reference of to other series that the guy that played Stick has a stick mm-hmm. and he's stabbing the ground with it. Right. Like, yeah, I didn't even think about it's that. It's not Stephen yeah. King universe. It's Marvel no. universe, but maybe it sort of seems like it's a little on the nose. Yeah. Uh, I just put that together this second. Just too. This second? That's good. <laughs> I like it. Well, cause last, last podcast I, you know, when we were talking about the characters, mm-hmm. we were like, yeah, he's stick on right. daredevil. So that guy's a badass too. I love that actor. I, I think he's going to be awesome on this show. Uh, that's it for my theories and questions and stuff. Do you have anything you want to throw out there? Nothing more. I just, I still don't know. It's yeah, there, it's only one episode in. There's a lot unknown. Um, we were talking about possibly doing a potential segment. Did you want to do the, uh, minute with Nick? Were you like, 
Okay. okay. So, Debbie, switch out with him real quick. Brief pause. This is a segment that will reoccur when Nick is around. What's up? It is called One Minute with Nick. <laughs> yeah, we're, so, we're, let's get the timer out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will certainly get the timer out. Let's see here. Stopwatch. Okay. So, before I start the timer, you're going to rapid fire your thoughts. We just spent an hour talking about this. You get one minute to talk about it. Okay. Okay. I got it. So, All right. either pick something that you thought was super important and focus on that, or try to get in as much as you can, and then no further comment whatsoever. Okay. Okay. So, I'm going to start now. Okay. So, I loved uh, I loved the episode. I thought it was really good. It got me hooked really quick. Um. I did love all the Easter eggs that were in it. I did, you know, like what initially popped in my head with the dog was Cujo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the mouse um, from Green Mile mm-hmm. that, that I thought was in there. Um, something tells me possibly that maybe the kid is could be related to the warden. Okay. And he's been keeping him down there for yeah. his entire life. Um, but then on the other hand, I think he does have something special about him. Uh, other than that, I thought the acting was good, and yeah, I'm gonna be watching the next episode. No further comment. I think that's it. Wow, you you were under a minute. Oh, all right. <laughs> I can talk faster next time. Uh, I mean, <laughs> technically, we're still going. Um, okay, thank you for being on the podcast, Nick. You got it. Well, well done. <laughs> Your first segment. I'm so proud. Okay, so let's close this episode out. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Debbie, what is the website where they can reach us for socials or for to listen to the podcast? They can stream it on there. Uh, go ahead and tell us what it is. Uh, they can find us on watchersonthecouch.com. Give us a positive review on Apple Podcasts. And... Socials like Facebook and Instagram, yeah, and I think Twitters. Fa- I want to say the Twitter is W O T C Pod at W O T C Pod. I don't Twitter. You don't Twitter. Uh, I don't Twitter from that account. Hopefully, Tim's <laughs> going to handle it. Uh, but yeah, like I said, uh, like Debbie said, watchesonthecouch.com. You can find all our socials and stuff there. You can listen to podcasts on there. And I believe we're going to be on Spotify and stuff soon if we're not already. I'm sorry? Didn't you say we got a question? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I actually forgot to write down his stuff. But he did text it to me last night, so I'm just going to pull up the text. Okay, so he said he caught some connections and this is our friend albert who's a like our one fan that writes into bacon and a's all the time h albert h albert hofstetter Mm -hmm. jr uh thank you albert for participating uh he mentioned alan pangborn he mentioned the dog reference cujo um, Although it was a lot sweeter looking of a dog. It reminded yeah. me of like the shaggy dog. Right. But I mean, there was some teasers. I don't know if you saw the teaser I linked to you where there's like uh, a lost dog poster up mm-hmm. and then there's a car with a bunch of blood everywhere and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was just referencing Cujo or if that's going to be somehow involved in the story. I feel like like we're going to get more flashbacks of like other stuff that has happened in this town. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. There was a few different procedures that were pretty intense. Like this prom date lit her uh, her prom date on fire mm-hmm. in a car. Crazy. When that's the teaser for the show you're about to watch. Um okay, so there's uh both Cujo and the body the novella Stand by Me was based on a reference in Henry Deaver's mom's newspaper clippings. Oh, I didn't see the body one. Yeah. So that's some real deep dive stuff where you got to like pause the episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there's a character named Jackie Torrance. So in uh, Dr. Sleep is revealed that Jack Torrance has a child with another woman. I so that might be her, but maybe not. drug lady. Yeah. So. Which might be why she's crazy. That's the MILF? I think so. <laughs> 
We should call her the drug lady in the middle of the entire rest I'm of this. I'm fine with that. Like, I, I mean, I'll, that's how I remember her. I'm sure we'll learn her name eventually. Eh. Um, and then he mentioned that Skarsgård played Pennywise in It, mm-hmm. and that's the, all the stuff he caught on his first watching. So, Albert, thank you for participating. Please continue to do so. We encourage more participation. That is something that has been lacking for my other show. I really want people to like write into us, tell us what they thought, tell us their theories. Mm-hmm. Do they think the dog was involved like we do? Or you, that I do? I don't know. I'm including you in that. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> we'll give out gold star stickers. Oh, we will. I mean, I'm not going to mail them to you, but we'll like make a board or something. <laughs> Get you a sticker that says me wow. <laughs> Albert gets the first one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, thank you, uh, Debbie. Oh, thank you, Chris. Until next time. Oh, uh, we have sparkly cat stickers, so I think that's what it's going to have to be. Uh, Thank you again, and until next time, uh, keep being our constant watchers instead of constant readers, like Stephen King likes to say. Mm. Stephen King, did (laughs) I just say that? We got to close the episode on that. Uh, Stephen King. And... See you next time, everybody. Bye. Bye. (laughs)